Shalom, all praises, glory, and honor to Abba Yahweh, Bahashem, Yahweh Shai. The Heavenly Father's name is Yahweh, which means he exists. Bahashem, which means in the name. Yahweh Shai, which means he is the deliverer for the world. Everything calls Jesus Christ. The Heavenly Father have given us his truth through the Rakakwadash, which is the Holy Spirit. And we thank Yahweh Bahashem, Yahweh Shai, for his tender mercies. Peace and blessings to the elect and the remnant, which consists of you so-called Negroes, Hispanics, Native Americans, as well as the Israelites, who look like all the different nations, but your lineage go back to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Peace and blessings. This is your brother Shalah, and this is HIBN, which stands for Hebrew Israelite Biblical News, which will uh, soon to be called The Way. And the reason why... Um, I will be making the change uh, to the, um, you know, to the uh, title of this channel is because Yahweh Shai is the way, the truth, and life. The Israelites that was in Rome, the believers of Hamashiach Yahweh Shai, or the believers of Christ, they call themselves the way. That was what they called themselves, you know, before the word Christians. So the way is referring to Yahweh Shai, our king. So I wanted to, um, you know, just before I get started, I just wanted to, you know, say Salakia first and foremost, you know, to you brothers and you sisters out there uh, for the uh, distance between the uh, lessons. I know brothers and sisters out there uh, will um, tune in and uh, listen to the broadcast and learn and uh, be edified. So I just want to say Salakia. Um, I have no excuses, you know. Um, I will say that I have been busy, uh, you know, uh, planting, you know, uh, gardening and and uh, basically getting uh, poultry, you know, chickens and stuff like that. And just ultimately just really needing that time to examine my spirit, exa examine myself. Because, yeah, I could do broadcasts every day or once a week or whatever like that. But I really wanted to and really needed to examine my spirit, you know, and to walk this you know, this truth in the way that it needs to be walked according to how Yahweh Shai showed us and taught us how to walk. You know, going back into, you know, reading about Yahweh Shai and how he moved and his, you know, his message, you know, what he preached, preached the kingdom of heaven, you know, the good news, the gospel. That's what our brothers who are uh, out there prophesying uh, should uh, be focusing on is the gospel, the good news, because he told us to preach the gospel. He told us to preach about the kingdom of heaven, you know, so 
I wanted to, you know, examine my spirit and really meditate on that. And there's other things that, you know, played a factor, but ultimately, you know, I had to, uh, you know, as, as that song says, man in the mirror, looking at myself and where I fall short and what do I need to do to, uh, you know, to level up, to improve myself because I just don't want to just do lessons. And then after the, you know, the recording button is off, you know, I'm not living or measuring up to what the Lord requires us to measure up to, you know, so I needed that time to really, um, you know, in so many words, I had to really um, go through, you know, things and stuff like that, you know, just just a lot of stuff that's been happening. I really needed to just be still. The Bible going to just being still and and just really being quiet, you know. And you know that's what I did, and I'm I'm glad that I was able to do that. So here we go. I wanted to um, just kind of also explain a few things. You know, our brothers and sisters out there are being afflicted. You know, and I like to uh, focus on, uh, you know, positive things and and things that's going to help us out because, yeah, we can talk about Jacob's trouble. We could talk about the dollar collapsing and all of that is is um, important, important information. But the key is. How will you endure all of those things? So there's also a balance you know with um what's happening we all we all know that this devil's coming down with great wrath because his time is short but also the other side of it is the peace that a man or a woman will have in the midst of all of that you know so lately i've been um you know prophesying and um and reaching out to brothers and sisters out there that's that's being afflicted, that's being uh, tortured with directed energy weapons, brothers and sisters out there that are being targeted. Uh, you have the um, the gang stalking, you know, where our people and even the other nations are being um, put on terrorist watch lists and singled out. And it's all COINTELPRO is, is by the agencies, you know, the CIA is involved, the FBI and all these other agencies. They recruit through the fusion centers, you know, in the police of uh, citizens to target people. To, to, uh, to break, basically break your constitutional and human rights. Because according to the so-called laws of the land stalking is illegal it's a felony but because it's a secretive program it is a a a plot against the just they're allowed to do it because this society is based off of um you know secrecy you know the freemasons all these secretive groups the Rosicrucians and the Jesuits, they, they operate in secrecy. And so people are actually being pursued 
And a lot of our people uh, that's going through this, no one is uh, that's advocating for them. No one is speaking up for them, you know, especially those that that's in the Israelite community. You don't hear any of the camps. I don't care what camp it is. You don't hear them talking about brothers and sisters that are being targeted. They never go into it. And if they do, it's, it's I haven't heard it. I've maybe heard one or two other uh, brothers from you know one of the camps that spoke about directed energy weapons or uh, you know they'll go into the chip, but they never really go in depth about the targeted in individual uh, agenda because that has a that has a lot to do with the uh, social credit so uh, the social credit score the system that's in place to take things away from you. You, you don't uh, fit in society, so your social credit score is low, like what's going on in uh, China. That's a, this targeted individual program, it is a big part of the social credit score to get people to turn against you, to have family, friends, neighbors, coworkers, people in your community, come against you because of what lies, slander, defamation, things that they heard from tell bears without even telling you, without even confronting you and uh, letting you know what they heard. So these people, they, they err not knowing the scriptures because if they, if they truly knew about the heavenly father's word, they, they would know that if they had a problem with you, they would go to you. They would tell you, you know, basically what they heard, but because they're on this so-called national security, these people are going to allow the lie to go out and not tell you anything, just allow you to be targeted and allow these uh, people from whatever walks of life to come against you that you have no fault or issue with. These people are pursuing you and and uh, they're coming against you. So I want to uh, go into GIP. That's the name of it, GIP, G-I-P. And GIP is Ghetto Information Program or Ghetto Informant Program, Salakia. The Ghetto Informant Program, I ran across this um, this video tonight and this sister she's explaining the whole uh COINTELPRO so, so now you had COINTELPRO right you had the counterintelligence program but within that counterintelligence program you had the program called GIP which is ghetto informant program they was using Negroes who were uh you know criminals and and you know they had records and in the feds, they uh, used them as informants to go against civil rights organizations. So I'm gonna play this video and um, more than likely a commercial might come on. So, uh, you know, bear with me. Here we go. Welcome to Little Known Black. Okay, a commercial didn't come on, all, all praises. Here we go. Welcome to Little Known Black History Facts. 
please like, share, comment, and subscribe to the channel. The Ghetto Informant Program. How the FBI used thousands of informants to infiltrate the black community. 66 years prior to the Declaration of Independence, the Meritorious Manumission Act of 1710 was enacted in Colonial Virginia. This law provided for freeing a slave for good deeds and could be granted to a slave who informed or snitched on a fellow slave who was planning a slave rebellion or to run away. The slave rebellions of Denmark Vasey and Nat Turner were thwarted by infiltrators. Almost every black social movement since then has been infiltrated and negatively impacted by the use of informants. The Ghetto Informant Program, also known as GIP, was an intelligence gathering operation run by the Federal Bureau of Investigation from 1967 to 1973. The order for the GIP program came in from Attorney General Ramsey Clark to FBI Director J. Edgar Hoover. Its official purpose was to collect information pertaining to riots and civil unrest. Through this program, the FBI used more than 7,000 people to infiltrate poor black communities in the United States. J. Edgar Hoover was convinced that race riots were on the verge of destroying communities everywhere and that they were brewing in the black urban centers. Informants, usually black males, monitored black activists including Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, Elijah Muhammad, Huey Newton, and many others. The program was targeted at those likely to have information about ghetto happenings. The recruited informants were sent to spy on people in the black neighborhoods. These informants were listening posts, tools for blanket surveillance of a community or area. Informants reported on candy store owners, barbershops, certain churches, and African-American bookstores. GIP operated with no oversight from courts or Congress. One of the first major projects involving the Ghetto Informant Program was Operation POCAM, the FBI's effort to monitor and disrupt the 1968 Poor People's Campaign. FBI agents posed as journalists, used wiretaps, and even recruited some of the recruiters as informants. A March 1968 memo stated the program's goal was to prevent the coalition of militant black nationalist groups, to prevent the rise of a black messiah who could unify the militant black nationalist movement, to prevent militant black nationalist groups and leaders from gaining respectability by discrediting them to both the responsible community and to liberal sympathizers. It also aimed to prevent the long-range growth of militant black organizations, especially among black youth. Informants were asked to keep tabs on gang activity, to follow ex-convicts, and then warn the FBI if anything was about to go down. At least 67 informants were members of the Black Panther Party, who were tasked with spreading disinformation on the Black Panthers, as well as sending reports to the FBI. Let's take a look at a few well-documented informants. The Marcus Garvey Must Go Campaign. When Marcus Garvey first arrived in the United States in 1916, he quickly found his way to many of New York's most prominent black radical activists and intellectuals. And at least briefly, Garvey enjoyed their support. But by 1920, A. Philip Randolph, 
W.E.B. Du Bois, and other black leaders who had supported Garvey after his arrival came to believe that Garvey's program for black advancement was unsound and that Garvey himself was a fraud. Prominent black critics derided Garvey's proposed solutions for the problems of African Americans. They believed that his plans for black progress, including his Black Star Line and the establishment of a Pan-African empire were unrealistic and ill-advised. They considered the Universal Negro Improvement Association's grandiose titles and military regalia to be preposterous, and they thought Garvey to be little more than a self-aggrandizing buffoon. Many accused Garvey of squandering the hard-earned money of his hard-working poor supporters, Black opposition to Garvey coalesced into what came to be known as the Garvey Must Go campaign. Supporters of the campaign, known collectively as the Friends of Negro Freedom, intended to unmask Garvey as a fraud before his black supporters. They also appealed to the federal government to step up investigations of irregularities in the Black Star Line and to look into allegations of violence on the part of Garvey's inner circle. James Wormley Jones was a black police officer and the first black FBI special agent who went undercover to take Garvey down. His information was the nail in the coffin J. Edgar Hoover needed to arrest Garvey. On November 19, 1919, Jones was appointed as the first African-American special agent by A. Bruce Beluska, who at that time was the director of the Bureau of Investigation. Soon after he joined the organization, the name was changed to the Federal Bureau of Investigation and was headed by newly appointed director J. Edgar Hoover. Jones's first undercover assignment came in 1921 when he infiltrated the African Blood Brotherhood, a secret armed African-American black liberation group headquartered in New York City. While working with the FBI in New York City on the African Blood Brotherhood, Hoover assigned Jones to infiltrate Marcus Garvey's Universal Negro Improvement Association. The information Jones provided to the Bureau would help lead to the arrest of Garvey on mail fraud charges. Garvey was in prison for three years and then deported from the United States, never to return. Richard A. Oki gave the Black Panther Party some of its first firearms and weapons training which preceded fatal shootouts with Oakland police in the turbulent 1960s. Aoki was also an undercover FBI informer. Unbeknownst to his fellow Panther activists, Aoki served as an FBI intelligence informant, covertly filing reports on a wide range of Bay Area political groups. He committed suicide in 2009 after a long illness. Photographer Ernest Withers captured some of the most iconic images of the civil rights era. But Withers was also an FBI informant, funneling information to the Bureau about the civil rights movement and its leaders. Withers documented the civil rights movement from the beginning, covering pivotal moments such as the murder of Emmett Till in 1955 and the Little Rock School Integration Showdown. He came to be so familiar and so trusted to Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and other leaders that he sat in on their strategy meetings. He spied on not only black civil rights activists, but on those who supported the Memphis-wide strike by sanitation workers and political candidates, recording their car license plate numbers for the FBI. Withers also helped the Bureau to break a militant black group called the Invaders, which had a following in Memphis in the late 1960s. He was the perfect source for them, 
due to having the ability to go everywhere with an obvious professional purpose. William O'Neill became infamous in 1973 when his role in the 1969 raid in which Black Panther leaders Fred Hampton and Mark Clark were murdered was revealed. O'Neill was a Panther insider to the point where he was in charge of security for Hampton and possessed the keys to Panther headquarters and safe houses. At the same time, he was serving as an informant for the FBI. Among the information O'Neill fed his FBI contact was the floor plan of Hampton's West Side apartment that was used to plan the fatal raid where they were shot and killed. O'Neill committed suicide in 1990 by jumping into traffic on a Chicago expressway. The ghetto informant program was terminated in July 1973. Informants were either reclassified or discontinued. FBI surveillance in the style of the ghetto informant program has continued through this present day as COINTELPRO. So you got uh, Negroes, Latinos, and Native Americans that are part of that GIP program, the Ghetto Informant Program, where you got spies, people who are pretending to be uh, friends or family. You got the camps out here, and they got spies in them, people that are working for the feds that's trying to entrap brothers and sisters, trying to you know, get information to uh, falsely accuse people. So we're in a time of great betrayal. And you notice that those uh, people that participated in spying and, um, and informing, they killed themselves the same way that Judas killed himself. That spirit of Judas of betrayal and deceit People who uh, participate in that eventually, the shame and the guilt from their actions overtake them. So you brothers and sisters out there, you have to be circumspect. You have to be cautious. Everybody that, you know, smile in your face or say that they're Israelite, you have to be cautious. You know, the Bible tells us to prove a friend. You brothers out there, you know, you might have... Um, you know, a, a, a woman that, you know, is, uh, you know, you know, pretty much um, new into, you know, new in your life. And, um, and she, you know, she might have everything that you uh, like, you know, but you still have to be, you know, you have to be circumspect because it could be a honeypot. A honeypot is when a... Um, a woman, or it could, you know, you you sisters out there, it it also it it also could be a man that could be a honey pot that will come in your life, and they working for you know working for Esau, and will you know spy, and uh, try to set you up or try to destabilize your life. You know, you with this person, and all of a sudden they break up with you. And playing mind games with you to try to, you know, get you, um, you know, in a, you know, in a situation where you're doing bad, you know, emotionally, you're, you're um, preoccupied because this person's breaking your heart. They'll play mind games like that, or you know, a, a Jake will, will uh, get with a woman, or, or you know, a woman who is seeking the Lord. And 
you know, he'll come in her life and, and try to destroy it. Playing mind games, you know, doing, you know, narcissistic shit, picking fights and, and then, you know, uh, leaving and not calling and doing all kind of little mind games to, uh, you know, cause you distress. So you have to be careful. So let me uh, go into the word because the Messiah told us that in the last days, you're going to have such betrayal where family will sell their own families out and even cause some of those family members who were uh, betrayed to be put to death. So that target, the, you know, that targeted individual program that I talk about all the time now, GIP, these are all programs that are meant to betray people. And the devil, which is Esau, is behind it. They used um, Negroes to go into those civil rights organizations all the way back to uh, Marcus Garvey had a Negro that was working for those folks to set him up to get him deported and, you know, brought up on uh, trumped up charges of uh, tax evasion or mail fraud, one of them. So this is in the book of Mark chapter uh, 13, verse 12, and it reads, now the brother shall betray the brother to death and the father, the son, and children shall rise up against their parents and shall cause them to be put to death. So in these last days, you're gonna have family members to betray one another, brothers betraying brothers. You know, father, the son, and children shall rise up against their parents. The Bible go into, uh, you know, the children not having respect you know, for, for their parents. So those situations is gonna happen where family members are gonna, you know, rat each other out and, you know, sell them out to the uh, secret societies, you know, the Freemasons and, and, and uh, organ harvesting, you know, we got sisters out there that are coming up missing because they, you know, had some so-called friends that that got them uh entrapped into some into some really bad stuff you know like kanika jenkins the sister um that went uh you know uh, to some party in a hotel and then she ended up winding up dead in a in a freezer because you know she was hanging around some gang members and a lot of those gang members they're working for Esau. They're, they're, they're working for the uh, secret societies, the, you know, the different Freemasonic groups. There's so much great deception. That's why the Lord told us first that, let's see, uh, let me get that. That's in uh, Matthew 24 about not being deceived. So this is Matthew 24, 
and we'll start at um, verse 4, and it reads, And Yahweh answered and said unto them, Take heed that no man deceive you. So the Lord told the disciples, which the scriptures tell us the, the things uh, that were written aforetime was written for our learning. He said, Take heed that no man deceive you. That, that um, pertains to the truth mainly, because even in Israel, you're going to have some um, deception. You're going to have false doctrine. You know, those that know that they're Israelites, and that also applies to the Christian churches as well, that will teach false doctrine. So the Lord said, be, be uh, cautious, you know, be, you know, take heed that no man deceive you. And it says, for many shall come in my name, saying, I am Hamashiach, and shall deceive many. So you got many people out there that are saying that they're the anointed. You know, you got uh, Christian pastors, you got Israelite camps, you have uh, uh, all these different philosophies and stuff, New Age. You know, they're, they're saying that they're anointed, you know. But it says, for many shall come in my name which mainly goes into those that are calling themselves Christians. They're, they're coming in the name of Jesus Christ, you know. Let's see. Okay. So the Lord wants us to, you know, be circumspect. So this is in the book of 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 16. Take heed unto thyself and into the doctrine. So taking heed into, into yourself, you know, self-examining, examining your spirit into the, into the doctrine, you know, the word of Yahweh, not, not man-made doctrine. The scripture says, let Yahweh be true and every man a liar. So if they're not coming out of the book, you know, that's because there's no light in them. It says continue in them. So continue in uh, taking heed of examining yourself and into the doctrine. It says for in doing this, thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear thee. So by continuing in the faith, continuing into the into the doctrine, the words of Yahweh Bashimi Shai, as it is written, you will be able to save yourself and them that hear thee. So let's go into um, being watchful. That's what take heed means is being aware, being circumspect. There, there's so much deception. This is, this is a, a society that's full of lies, you know, they're pushing so much, uh, you know, um, confusion out there that the only way to endure that is to stay rooted in the word. You know, having that personal relationship with Yahweh Bashim Yahweh Shai, you know, not, not getting involved in the, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the philosophies the traditions of men, 
you know, the, the respect of persons, you know, the worshiping of men and, and uh, elevating men and, and reverencing men more than Yahweh by Shimei That's something that the wicked Pharisees and the scribes is doing, you know. They have preeminence. You know, they, they looked at themselves as if they were, uh, as the scriptures say, in Moses' seat. Because the Lord, he, he's, he's going to uh, deal with the meek and the lowly, those that have a humble spirit, you know. So those that have that humble spirit and, uh, and, uh, and seeking the Lord in spirit and in truth, you, you're going to make yourself a prey. That's why the scripture says those that uh, return to the Lord make it for himself a prey. So you're going to have people out there, whether uh, these devils is, uh, you know, watching and surveilling you or the spiritual demon Satan is going to use those demons and, and they work through people to, to come against you. Be circumspect. Let's see. This is in the book of Ephesians, chapter 5, verse 15. Seeing then that ye walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. So the scripture says that we're to walk circumspectly, not as fools but as wise scriptures also go into a prudent man foreseeth evil. So someone who has a um, discernment knowing that a situation is, uh, is arising, you know, knowing the, the climate of an environment because the environment now is, 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 uh, is pretty much is, is unraveling. You have those that are of Satan's army and those that are of Yahweh by Shem spiritual army. Not a carnal army, but a spiritual army. The, the sword of the Lord, the Bible, you know, not, not on, I mean, when I say the sword of the Lord, uh, Lord, that could apply to Esau because he is the sword of the Lord, but I'm talking about the, the sword Yahweh Shai, the word, the Bible. He is the word. He comes in the volume of the book. That's your spiritual weapon, the Bible. So that's why they don't want you to go in the Bible. That's why they don't want you to, to cleave to Yahweh Bashim Yahweh Shai's word in the spirit and in truth, believing in Yahweh Shai's blood, you know, being cleansed and being washed clean by the word you know through his blood the sprinkling of the blood when you go into the uh what's that the um the passover with the blood on the doorpost it was the blood that protected the israelites from the death angel so yahweh blood his precious blood is what's going to protect you and your family from the death angels you know from from the um, martial law troops, uh, the the chip, you know, the famine, the, you know, the diseases and stuff like that. 
the noisome beast, you know, animals were moving out their place. The Lord will be that, that protection, you know, is a, a, a tower, you know, a strong tower of defense, you know. And the Lord to give you, you know, that discernment, you know, to be able to walk circumspectly. But to not, you know, be in fear, you know, because the Lord, he spoke of all those things that, that was going to happen. But what did he say? He said, be not troubled. So we tell you these things but not for you to be troubled or shaken, you know? But as, but as a warning, you know, as an alert, that's what Yahweh Shai did. So let's see, uh, see, thee that ye be not troubled so this is uh in the book of matthew chapter 24 verse 6 and it reads And ye shall hear wars and rumors of wars, which is talking about, you know, uh, the war in you, the you, uh, Ukraine, you know, in Russia. Those are wars, and you have rumors of wars of World War Three popping off, you know, from uh, China and Russia. Uh, you have Putin that's talking about using uh, thermonuclear weapons, weapons of mass destruction. Although that will take place, you know, during World War III, uh, the Lord told us not to be troubled or those things. It says, for all these things must come to pass, but the end is not yet. And why is the end not yet? Because the gospel, the good news is being preached. It says that the uh, gospel will be preached and then the end of the world. So this is Matthew 24, verse 14, and it reads, And this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached, the gospel, the good news, you know, the, the, the new covenant, the sprinkling of Yahweh's blood covering your sins. Because keeping the law, statutes, and commandments, uh, that's not enough. You know, you if you uh, are, um, you know, basically judged by the uh, the old law, you're not going to be able to keep all the old laws of of Yahweh. You're not you're not going to be able to keep them. The Israelites that was in the land of Israel can keep them all, because the scripture says if you if you're guilty of breaking one law, you're guilty of them all. So you're judged by what the law of faith, believing in Yahweh by Shemiah Shai, 
but at the same time, keeping the law, statutes, commandments the best of your ability, because the Bible tells us that we're to rehearse the righteous acts, so you don't make void of the law through faith. So you got to keep the law, statutes, and commandments, but if you are con uh, constantly or only focusing just on keeping the laws and you deny the blood of Yahweh Shai, you're going to be judged by the law. You're going, to be, you're going to be judged by the law instead of being uh, judged by the law of faith, believing in Yahweh by Shem Yahweh Shai and accepting and believing on Yahweh Shai. Calling upon the name of the Lord. Those that call upon the name of the Lord, thou, uh, they shall be saved. And that's how a lot of the great multitude is going to come in through belief, through uh, believing in Yahweh by Shem Yahweh Shai at, you know, at the last hour. You know, they're not going to have time to, to uh, or they, they're not going to have any uh, luxury of hearing the word so far as um, studying and, and hearing these broadcasts. It's going to be a thing where the Lord is going to pour out his spirit on all flesh to the point where people are being, uh, you know, they're being healed. They're being converted. They're believers the same way the thief was a believer. He was he was a a, a, a robber. You know what I'm saying? But he believed in the Messiah and the Lord said that you shall be with me in paradise. It says in this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached in all the world for witness unto all nations and then shall the end come. So once the gospel is being preached throughout the, the whole world, you know, the new covenant, the sprinkling of the blood, Yahweh Shai's bloodshed covering your sins, you know, then the end is going to come. The gospel, it says the gospel, the good news, not martial law, not, uh, you know, COINTELPRO and, and, and uh, all of these other things that we go into is specifically talking about the gospel, the gospel, the good news. So that's why it's important to speak to speak on, you know, what we're speaking about now, but also to preach the gospel, the good news, so you're not troubled, so you have faith, so you believe, so you are um, receiving the blessings of, uh, of, of Yahweh Shai's blood covering your sins. Because that's what it's going to take for you to be delivered out of all of these calamities. You know what I'm saying? There's a balance. We have to we have to go into both. We can't just not go into uh, Jacob's trouble. You know what I'm saying? And we cannot go uh, just you know we can't just go into Jacob's trouble without without uh, not mentioning uh, what 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 will it take to be delivered from Jacob's trouble? You know, giving our brothers and sisters hope. Not not just focusing on doom and gloom, although the situation is doom and gloom, but in order to to have that faith and that hope, that blessed assurance, you, you have to know these things. You have to you have to be built up spiritually to have that faith and hope, you know, and that's through prayer, that's through fasting, you know, that's through hearing the word, through edification, you know, rebuke exhortation you know fellowship 
having that that uh confidence confidence in Yahweh Bashim Yahweh Shai knowing that he is that no matter what the Lord got you the Lord is your protector the Lord is your uh strong defense you know the Lord said it's impossible to please him without faith you know so having that faith that's waxed strong. Because many will uh, depart from the faith. That's why a lot of these people are going to become informants and, and, you know, sell out their families for micro, you know, for, for the microchip to eat. Let's see. So the scriptures in the book of 1 Timothy 4 and 1 tell us, now the spirit speak of expressly that in the latter times, some shall depart from the faith. So in the latter times, in these last days, some will depart from the faith. How? By giving heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils. So they're going to uh, give up the faith and go into these different philosophies you know, they're going to go into new age, just devils pushing a one world order religion. You know, they want a one world currency, a, you know, one world a police force, uh, one world, um, uh, you know, religion. They want to bring everything all under uh, a satanic new world order, like into the Tower of Babel. Putting, you know, basically gathering people together. You know, before the Lord split up the languages, these people were coming together to try to build a tower into heaven. So this devil today is what? He's building technology. He's using, you know, uh, you know the uh, rockets and stuff like that with SpaceX. And they're trying to go to the different planets. They're trying to search out the stars and, and, um, and you know, got these telescopes and stuff like that. And so they're, they're pushing uh, transhumanism, you know, where, where they want to do away with the Bible. And they want a, a basically a whole new way of thinking. Those are doctrines of devils. And they're, they're seducing spirits. These people are seduced by evil spirits to cause them to want to uh, merge man with machine to put microchips in human beings. see see how much time we got okay we got about 10 minutes uh, something's up the uh time stop on the uh on this uh recording that's another thing a lot of technical interference or you know uh stuff that that's going on with a lot of people's uh electronic devices and stuff like that people are just you know destroyers man you got people out there that are hackers and they're working for esau to 
hack into uh, brothers and sisters who are targeted into their cell phones, their electronic devices, their computers, and they're spying on them and, and just, you know, trying to, uh, you know, uh, destroy God's people, man. And you got a lot of Negroes that are right along with Esau, man. Going back to the Git program, a lot of Negroes that calling themselves friends, you know, and family members, they're, they're, they're the goddamn devil, man. They're black devils. Pretending and hiding and going against people, man. The Lord going, the Lord going to jack you Negroes up, man. The Lord ain't playing. Bible go into those that offend the little ones. You know what I'm saying? You wicked Negroes, Latinos, Native Americans that are gang stalkers, that are confidential informants, you, you're going to mess around and you're going to encounter one of the Lord's chosen ones, one of his little ones. So I'm going to give you a judgment if you start doing your bullshit around them trying to destroy their lives let's find out what your judgment is this is before the ICBM missiles hit your ass during World War 3 so this is in the book of um, Matthew chapter 18 verse 6 a lot of you slanderers out there you murderers with your tongue you're going behind people's back and spreading lies and got your phony fake dossiers going against brothers and sisters out there working with the goddamn devil being a murderer with your mouth lying on people being a tellbearer you know going behind brothers and sisters backs trying to destroy their opportunities and destroy their families, you know, destroy any kind of acquaintances that they could have or, or any kind of business, you know, trying to block people's money, trying to block, you know, their way of supporting their families and stuff like that. Let's see what happens to someone like you. It says, but whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me. So whoever shall offend one of the little ones, the believers are likened to little ones who believe in Yahweh Bashem Shai. It were better for him that a millstone were hang about his neck and that he would drown in the depth of the sea. So the Lord said it would be better for you to have a millstone hanged around your neck and your ass thrown in the depths of the sea. That's how serious the Lord take when you offend one of his little ones. You keep playing. You niggas keep playing. You keep doing the bullshit that you're doing. The Lord's going to catch you up. He's going to catch you up when you least expect it. Some of you out there, you don't believe in the Most High. But he's he going to make a believer at you one day. This is in a book of Hebrews chapter 10, verse 31. It is a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. 
He said, it's a fearful thing. The Heavenly Father, he's known as the King of Terrors. The King of Terrors. So the Lord, he could bring your worst fears on you. Whatever you dread, whatever you torm tormented with, he can, he can magnify that, man. He know your thoughts. You niggas out there, gang stalkers, you confidential informants, you surveillance role players that got technology that can read thoughts. The Lord can read your thoughts. And he know your deepest, darkest fears. This is in the book of Job, chapter 18, verse 14. His confidence shall be rooted out of his tabernacle, and it shall be, and it shall bring him to the king of terrors. So Yahweh by Shimei is the king of terrors. You don't you don't want to uh, uh, test or or tempt the Lord. You know, trying to put the Lord to the test, and he he will come at you in a way that you not even you're not even prepared for you're you're a human being just like all of us you know and you 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 call yourself an atheist you call yourself not believing in god you might even mock god but let's see what the scripture says about those that mock god that's in uh what's that galatians 6 and 7. Some of you out there, you might have a change of heart, but you know that if you do, the devil he's gonna he's gonna come at you because you just you know you didn't sold your soul. But you know, better you repent and uh, return to the Lord. And if you have to lose your life, so be it. You know, for to to be able to receive eternal life, then to go down with these devils, because they're going down, man. The Lord Lord's gonna allow these people to do what they're doing you know destroying the earth and and uh causing all this chaos and doing the things that they do but the lord is going to uh search them out so this is in the book of galatians chapter 6 verse 7 be not deceived yahweh's not mocked for whatsoever man soweth that shall he also reap so don't deceive yourselves when you're mocking the lord don't be deceived because whatever you sow, you're going to reap, or you're going to reap what you sow. So the fruits of your works, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to get back that and more. Whatever you're doing, you're being wicked, you're going to, that's going to come back to you. They call it cause and effect, you know. You, you're out there trying to destroy people, you yourself will be destroyed. Because when you come against God's people, you know, you, you, you touch his anointed, you know, his chosen people. When you, when you come against those precious brothers and sisters out there, it's as if you touching the Lord's eye. You know, like someone like that, uh, they eyeball and, so, you know, like your eyeball is irritated and stuff like that. Whether it be a little piece of hair or something like that. 
you know, you get a, some kind of a dirt in your eye or whatever like that. Well, the Lord said by you coming against his people is like you touching the apple of his eye, you know. So he was a he that touch of you. So you brothers and sisters out there. That people coming against you. And they're causing you distress and trauma and uh, and doing things to try to hurt you, playing with your emotions, you know, trying to trying to, you know, you know, pretty much cause you to to have uh, discomfort. Let's see what the scripture says. This is um, in the book of Zechariah, chapter two, verse eight. It says, thus for thus saith the Lord of hosts. The Lord of hosts is the Lord of armies. Yahweh is the Lord of armies. He is a man of war. After this glory hath he sent me into the nations which spoiled you. So the, the nation spoiled us. Esau, the main co-conspirator in the book of uh, Psalm 83. He's listed first as those that cut Israel off from being a nation. So he... Esau, and along with the other nations, spoiled us, you know, brought us into captivity and destroyed our, you know, our way of life, our communities, our families, you know, put us in hard bondage, slavery. So the Lord said, he that touch of you, touch of the apple of his eye. So when they put us in those chains, it's as if they were touching the Lord's eye. You know, when they put us on those ships and when they're doing all this bullshit to us, it's as if they're touching the apple of the Lord's eye. That's how serious this thing is. We're God's chosen people. We're the Israelites, the ancient Israelites that, that you read about in the Bible. We're the descendants of those very people. So what did the Lord do to the Egyptians? What did he do to them? He tormented them. He destroyed them. He destroyed their armies. You know, the, the nations, they were, they were afraid because of the fame and uh, the, uh, you know, what the Lord did to Egypt. The, the nations were in great fear. So when the Lord showed his wrath and he put that, that, that um, you know, those plagues on the nations, put the plagues on America, put the plagues on all the other countries that put the Israelites in the captivity, that's when people are going to, they're going to know. They're going to fear the Lord. They're going to fear the name of the Lord. They're going to fear the men of the Lord that's going to have their spiritual power. That's uh, what's that? When the enemy shall come in like a flood, they're going to fear the name of the Lord from the West. The West is the Western Hemisphere. That's the Israelites getting spiritual power. The elect, they know about that. You know, these uh, people that control everything, they know about spiritual power. They know it's real. Why do you think they hunting down the elect and targeting the elect? So this is in the book of Isaiah chapter 59, verse 19. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the West and a glory from the rising of the sun, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against them. So they're going to fear the name of Yahweh, Bahashem, 
Yahweh Shai from the Western Hemisphere. It says, when the enemy shall come in like a flood, so the enemy gonna come in with their military and super soldiers, drones, robots, whatever. They're gonna come with everything they got to hunt down the elect, like on some Terminator shit. It says, the spirit of the Lord shall lift up this, uh, a standard. The Holy Spirit is gonna give those men spiritual power. There'll be nothing these devils can do. You know, so take great comfort in knowing that Yahweh Bashim Shai is our father. You know, he is he is our defender. So I, I say to you, brothers and sisters out there, stay encouraged. You know, believe in Yahweh Bashim Shai. Repent for the kingdom of heaven is nigh. I want to give all praises, glory, and honor to Abba Nawa Yahweh Bashim Yahweh Shai and Shalom.